Wolfmania the podcast, remembering the soup dragons so you don't have to. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Wolfmania the podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Timsey. And over there in the corner, disinterestedly uh, toying with a feathery stick, is Big Paws, the uh, Wolfmania adorable podcast cat. Purring away, happy in her natural habitat. Got a brand new box as well. Really? Been guarding it ferociously this morning. Up for the cricket, evidently. We, Brave Three, are your crew here on the Internet Space Station, floating high above the Sainsbury's local, seeking out knowledge from all four corners of the galaxy, which is probably spherical, I think it's spherical really, yeah, the galaxy, and drawing knobs uh, in the margins of the encyclopaedia of everything. Ah, uh, You can subscribe to us if you'd like. On iTunes, you can write a review. That would be helpful. You can follow us on Instagram at AndrewWM. And if you want to support the scene, you really want to support the scene, go to the shop. www.wolfmania.org slash shop. Open business 24 hours a day. Sending out stuff once a week-ish. That's because of demand. I would send it out more often than that. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have to go to the post office that often. Uh, this week, Timps, yes, I am saying that our engines are very much set to thrust. They are. They're revving away. Because we are rated R. Not again. We are. We're rated <laughs> are R. Are we? Yeah, we are rated R. Haven't for... we tried this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we it did. Was, it was a huge success, but you know, leaving begging for mercy, not begging for more. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> oh, we are not entirely going to be uh, rated R for that sort of content, I don't think. Although, keep a little out, uh, little eye out for that later. I'll put a I'll flag a warning up. We'll have a rated okay. R warning later. Okay. Clear the room of uh, minors. Yep, with an E and with an O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got because there'll be some risky business. Oh, interesting. Some risky business. I think we're rated R for rabbits. We are rated R for. Robot Wars and Rated Alpha really really should have done a bit more prep I think this one that sounds like plenty of prep yeah that's it that's, that's an fine. A4 sheet of things that I've read out that's absolutely enough for us to go on I now we're fl- we are flying freestyle now <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go uh, get get involved in all that uh, that R business though Tim um, uh, we got we got some nice mail this week did we? That's very exciting. We did, yeah. You, you please feel free to send us nice mail uh, to uh, to our email address, which is, uh, I think, wolfmaniapodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah. Or you could send. You could go on the website, www.wolfmania.org. There's a Contact Us page, and we will respond very slowly to any pleasant email that you decide to send us. 
When you say very slowly, do you mean you'll write the reply instantly, then wait a little bit, because otherwise it seems a bit... It looks a bit needy, doesn't it? suspicious if you send it straight away. I mean sort of typing it with the, the two good fingers that I've got. <laughs> yeah. uh, so quite, quite, quite slowly. But, um, yeah, you, you'll recall the listeners uh, who've listened to last week's show, the, uh, the epic episode Q, uh, that we started the show with um, a, a tribute to, to the great Grant Hart and the actor Harry Dean Stanton. And um, yeah, we, we've got a few emails about that, which... Um, oh, really? Yeah, um, no, which is... Legal, legal representation from the estate <laughs> of uh, both gentlemen, I'm assuming. No, no, not, not at all. From, uh, from, uh, from a listener who... Oh, we're going to have to change the name of them. Let's call them Paolo Coelho. Paolo Coelho? Yeah. Wow. Uh, wrote in, and... Uh, uh, he called uh, called the the start of the show plaintive and surprisingly sincere. Nothing surprising about that. We're capable of hitting those marks. Not sure they were. Uh, not sure that's what they were expecting. <laughs> plaintive and surprisingly sincere. While um, uh, we had a second listener uh, write in, um, uh, let's call them artemis eighty one at gmail dot com because uh, that's their email address. Don't write to them though. Um, they said that it was a nice break from the punny 90s nonsense. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> is it? It's nearly nice, isn't well, it's it? It's nice to get an email. It's nice to get an email at all. Yeah. It's nearly nice. Uh, thanks uh, thanks to, 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 to both of you, though, for writing in. And uh, please do the same. But um, you know me, Tim. I do indeed. And uh, I'm always, to, uh, always keen to give the people what they want. Uh, well, always keen to, to give the people what I think they want. Uh, and then always keen to try and sell the people T-shirts with what I think they want printed on it cheaply <laughs> from a website. Um, so I thought maybe we could kick things off this week uh, with another heartfelt tribute. Maybe this is what people want. Yeah. Probably. That could be a section, couldn't it? It could be. People are, people are always... Passing on. <laughs> yeah, passing on and popping off, yeah. call it. Yeah. Fallen heroes. I'd like to hear the jingle for it. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a better name. I haven't got one. I've got, I've got uh, I wrote down that. Okay. Fallen heroes. Fallen heroes. Deeply departed. No, dearly departed. Dearly departed. Deeply departed could work. Yeah. Could almost be a uh, obituary, please. <laughs> no? Uh... Something in and around one of those will work. I'm just not not sure, but it seems to be what people want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So I've been uh, I've been scouring the the uh, the back but one pages uh, in the paper this week to try and find some late greats. Not just uh, after some uh, some cheap DVDs that (laughs) you picked up. (laughs) 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 One of the few joys in life is uh, whenever I go back home is to look in the local paper and just see the things that people are getting rid of. Oh. There's some surprising things. A lot of kids' bikes. A lot of kids' bikes. I think, like, uh, yeah, some other curious items. I, suggest, I recommend to uh, any of our listeners who have a, a local newspaper handy to, <laughs> and, are, and are, you know, a bit tired of the thrills of the internet well. to, you know, and looking for something a little bit more analogue, 
just to, you know, have a little browse through there. And I'm sure there'll be something that will raise a smile. Why not send in the funny things you find? <laughs> the to, funny <laughs> things that you find. Why not, why not take, or take a photo and tag, tag us on Instagram. Yeah, put it on Instagram, at Andrew WM, with hashtag <laughs> my back pages. It's become, it's become <laughs> that's life. <laughs> it's, anyway, you were saying. I was, I, was, I was looking through those back pages to try and find... Is a carrot that looks like a pea. <laughs> dog on a skateboard can't wait but they'll, they'll reboot that's life sooner or later and surely we've got to be up there for the <laughs> regional local interest yeah <laughs> amazing um sorry well no i should apologize to you tim all this waffling and i know that you wanted to say um a few a uh, few words about certainly one of your heroes who's who's passed on this week Hugh Hefner. Yes, I think uh, it's safe to say that Hef <laughs> has uh, very much been one of my role models uh, throughout my throughout my younger years, and also on into the the later years of my life too. Uh, he's an unacceptable man. Is he an unacceptable man? Well, I don't know. Is he an unacceptable? Yeah, man? I mean, he kind of is, isn't he? Yeah, was. When I first saw the headlines this week, um, I must admit, I thought that we'd, we'd lost uh, Hefner the indie band, and that, that would be just too much to bear, wouldn't it? Oof. Not now, not like this. <laughs> oh, dear. 2017, yeah. what more have you got to yeah. <laughs> What more are you going to do? I was thinking, surely Prince can't die again. <laughs> and then I remember um, that they split up after the, uh, the release of Dead Media, of course, though really they were dead to me after the fidelity wars uh tim do you remember when they had those candlelit vigils in the park when hefner split up no <laughs> they, they opened those the phone lines for the grieving fans uh might pass me by that one no no it wasn't hefner the indie band and neither was it el jefe uh from uh, the <laughs> another of your personal heroes yes i i understand um <laughs> <laughs> from the band No Effects. Yeah, believe no. It was as one Scottish friend of ours uh, wrote in what seemed to be a slightly dubious heartfelt tribute on the internet. It was old shaggy porno himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's A U L D sh- shaggy porno. Old shaggy porno. Is that how he was himself. known to his friends? I, I googled. That afterwards to see if that was a known nickname. Old shaggy porno. Old shaggy porno. Yeah, see what? <laughs> it's not not great. Uh, not great what you might find there. But um, he's an unacceptable man. Yeah, I think so. Certainly. Or you could look at it a different way. He, uh, he had a vision of how he wanted things to go and he went and made it a reality. We, were paid, we paid a tribute to that kind of... Not pay, not playing by the societal norms last week. We did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. when I went down to the Sainsbury's local <laughs> in my socks. Yeah, I think that's that's possibly the cause of why I'm still feeling a bit shaky now, is that that was just... I, I tried to talk you out of it. Yeah. I tried to, you know, say, it's all right, we'll just pop back upstairs. And I tried to give you my trainers out of my bag. Yeah. So you didn't have to go back up, up to the space station. I had a vision. But you were already out on the pavement, trotting around in your brand new socks. I had a vision. That's how I wanted to live my life. And it wasn't far. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was in my socks in a Sainsbury's. 
bought some Belvita <laughs> and a couple of couple of cans. Yeah, I had a vision, yes. just like Hef. You did, you did. You know, you know those days when you don't quite manage to put grown-up trousers on all the way and you're all the way round to the evening. No, I'm a very smart man. Not yeah. always, uh, yeah. And yeah, cans is a failure, just like Hef. <laughs> just like ninety-one Hef. years, he didn't manage to put proper grown-up trousers on. His, yeah. his gym jams. Exactly. There I was, breaking the societal norms <laughs> in the Sainsbury's, just like Hef. And just like Hef, I attracted some jealous gawping. You did. You did. It was more embarrassing for me than for you, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but unlike Hef, uh, no one suggested for a second that I look like a dead snake in <laughs> fag-stained gym jams. <laughs> and oh, unlike Hef... <laughs> Unlike F, only one person shouted pedo at me. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah. Try and keep the nicknames for inside the uh, (laughs) space station. Exactly. All right, pedo. I think it can be safely said that your hero, the Hef, Tim, has very definitely gone to a better place. Evidently. (laughs) (laughs) Because it could not be worse. Hey, we've uh, we also had uh, some. Um, is that too soon? <laughs> this section. It's taken me somewhat by surprise, but uh, I don't think I've landed any zingers there. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But now is not the time, nor the place, to be discussing that. No, it's uh, now is the time and the place for those zingers. <laughs> yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? That would be a great place. Deserted for me, unfortunately. Sorry, listeners. Maybe next week. Sorry, we were, uh, were discussing uh, earlier. If you won the, the Euro Millions, which I'm definitely going to do yes. uh, this week. Uh, I've, I've never bought a Euro Millions ticket before, but I'm in. Yeah, there is a, a crackle of excitement in the air here because we are counting down. There's a big clock counting down <laughs> the minutes to the Euro Millions win. Uh, so we're enjoying the normality before that. Yeah. Everything will change. You told me everything will change. Everything will change. I don't think it'll be much like the Playboy Mansion here in the Internet Space <laughs> Station, though. No. I, I can't see it. Not, you're not going to have an underground, dig out an underground swimming pool where you can cavort? An underground swimming pool? That's that what w- he had, didn't he? I, I, that would be good, except that would, be, that would go down into the Sainzos. Yeah, you'd have, to, <laughs> so you'd have to walk through the Sainzos in your... To get into the pool. ...in your full Speedo skin suit band in a in proper competition, but obviously just for the underground swimming pool, you're allowed to wear it. And because I've got a Euro Millions one, exactly. uh, they're in the back pocket, I'd definitely be paying for the best swimming skin suit just to try and shave a little bit off my time so you'd go and you'd high five all the guys behind the counter and then you'd like you'd remove one uh, bottle of peroni from yeah. the fridge and the whole fridge would spin oh. around like a secret thing and then there'd be this little staircase down to the underground swimming pool which would just be filled with peroni yep and i'd be bombing up and down <laughs> the peroni on a jet ski yeah under the sainsbury's <laughs> be like donk as i hit the other end <laughs> yeah. to turn it round again donk <laughs> just banging backwards and forwards he had a vision <laughs> he, he had a vision i think if we do win it, it would dead in a week we will not be an episode s of the of, of wolf mania the podcast sayonara yeah the episode s uh, because i think i think uh I think the opposite would happen, actually. I think no. we'd just stop in and just massively worry. Like, you'd barricade yourself in, because you'd be like, I can't let whatever about is about to happen happen. So I, you'd, I think you'd just, 
you just become some kind of recluse. Just don't think that would happen. I think you'd be bombing up and down the road <laughs> here on a quad bike, waving a giant check. <laughs> you wouldn't go and cash the check? No, I just, I just want the big one. Just want the big check. <laughs> just want the big one. Just bombing up and down on quad bikes <laughs> with bikini ladies, probably. Yeah. Okay, well, that, is, uh, that is very much your style, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's how we roll, isn't it? <laughs> Evidently. Wow. Probably get Big Paws the cat, like a little bow tie. <laughs> and a monocle okay and a top hat okay yeah and her own her own quad bike or would she be on the she'd back? have a little ca- a little kitty quad bike yeah little kitty quad bike nice almost everybody gets quad bikes okay i think that's what happens when you win the euro millions it's a compulsory quad i reckon some quad bike dealer comes around your house <laughs> so uh, foists one on you so you're uh, you've come into some money probably thinking about quad bikes Right about now. Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, I was. One for me, one for Tim, one for the cat. Yeah. One for all these guys in Sainsbury's. <laughs> guys, you want a quad bike? You know, anyone for a quad bike? Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> Dead in a week. Yes, yeah, the dangerous quad bikes. I think what would happen would be that we would ju- I think we'd just do exactly what we do now, but more. Yeah. I think, uh, obviously, not having to get up, get up for work. Exactly. The following day would... Uh, the only thing that stops you from... It would be like the... Uh, it would be nothing like this film. <laughs> it would be like the film <laughs> Limitless with Bradley Cooper. <laughs> would and it? And it'd be in like, a bit that, like that. I think what would happen is, t- to signify your newfound... <laughs> Gotta take that pill. Yeah, your newfound amazingness. <laughs> Gotta have that pill. You'd start to wear a terrible leather jacket. And that would signify... That would signify <laughs> how much it. you've changed. <laughs> you'd wear like a... Like a like what David Beckham might wear. You'd wear a leather jacket like oh. that. And nobody would want to say, oh, he's changed since he's won the Euro Millions. <laughs> but that would be the physical proof that you had. Oh, the spiv. Yeah. I think that I would probably <laughs> be here. It'd be, we'd have a curry for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Curry for lunch. Curry for tea. <laughs> in between, doing a lot of aerobics videos. <laughs> you got it. Uh, and uh, probably... They'd be just like piles of Blu-rays that I'm never going to watch, just towering up. Yeah. As I burn through keyboard after keyboard, buying things <laughs> online, sat here in my pants like I had a vision. Yeah. Oh, be terrible. Probably die underneath a tower of unwatched Blu-rays, <laughs> toppling over, <laughs> crushing me. The Criterion Collection <laughs> would <laughs> collapse onto, onto you. All of them, every single last one of them. Oh, all those, last Hal, all those Hal Hartley films <laughs> crushing you. The last thing that he saw was a cellophane up copy of Tampopo <laughs> passing before his eyes as he tried to reach for the seven and a half hour version of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. <laughs> uh, well, Let's hope that doesn't happen. So in a, in a way, I hope we don't win. Yeah, I don't know. It's part of it all right, wants though. us to just oh, yeah. to see, see how it would play out. Oh, yeah. It would play out well in the episode W, Wolfman's Millions. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. It wouldn't suggest. El Jefe joke tick.
We uh, we also we we got um, got some rave reviews in uh, this week for uh, for our brave new NHS comedy direction. Oh yeah, um, di- diagnosis mirth. <laughs> uh, I'm calling that. Um, might stop asking people to subscribe to the podcast and just asking doctors to prescribe the podcast. Very good to to people. Um, yeah, t- take this one episode of Wolfmania the podcast. Bi-monthly. <laughs> Let's not say weekly. Yeah. Come, <laughs> see, back, come back and see me in six months. Yeah, that. See if it's cleared up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with, with with that in mind, uh, I know you've been uh, putting in some uh, some crowd work uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, Tim in the uh, in the NHS, totally killing them in uh, Hemel Hempstead General. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, um, I should have I should have checked if you wanted to talk about this. It's <laughs> absolutely fine. I think I've talked about my uh, other health issues. Uh, yeah. How did, how, yeah, how'd it go? You all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, fine, fine. Uh, uh, it's okay, listeners, don't panic. Don't panic. Just some slight tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> From having to sit here week in, week <laughs> yeah. out with some really cheap headphones <laughs> and me being much louder than Tim. Right in my right ear. Maybe that is the source of I'm it. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't let you have all the uh, MRI fun, MRI-based yep. fun. Popped along myself. To the basement of uh, H H General, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, have my head scanned. And uh, yeah, I haven't got as many jokes as you about it. Was uh, it a bit like being in uh, uh, in the supermarket? Like, I don't know, and like they're passing a, a melon over the scanner. Is it like that? Is it like that? Boop. Boop. No, no, it's not like that. It no. kind of goes. <coughs> oh. <coughs> they give you the headphones. They gave me headphones, and uh, when you're lying there, you can look in the little mirror yeah. to see through to the control room, yep. where the people who are operating the massively radioactive uh, gamma <laughs> gun yeah. are. And uh, I was watching them for a bit, and they seemed to be busy monitoring things on screens. And then I kind of zoned out for a bit. It takes about 50 minutes to do a to do a head to do the inner right, room. Right. Okay. And. Uh, I kind of came back round again and I kind of glanced up. They just disappeared. They weren't in there at all. And then I kind of panicked a little. Were they only running the one machine at that time? And they have a, another couple of, uh, couple no of days? I've no idea. The hospital itself seemed to be entirely deserted. I didn't see yes, anybody. No hospital. <laughs> so I'm wondering if I just imagined it. You've been, some kind of... I think you've been beamed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've downloaded the contents of my brain. Oh, and they're now... Oh, uh, no. It's now... Forming part of a PowerPoint for the alien, <laughs> the alien invasion that's now been stopped as they're all stuck there playing championship manager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with some great insider tips from the two thousand and three four season. Oh, happy times! The last time I played a computer game. It's very much, it's very much like being um, in uh, in the recording studio. I find you've got the headphones on when you're in the machine. Okay. You've got the guy on the talk back just, yeah. just getting in your ear. You can sort of vaguely see him through the, the sort of blacked out window. Yep. And there's people pushing knobs and moving faders up and down, that sort of thing. Yeah. Sometimes they leave the, fe- the, fe- the, the talk back on a bit longer than they should do. Yeah. You're all right in there, uh, you're all right in there, Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I'm, I'm, this, there's a lot of noise in my headphones. Yeah, sorry, that's why we've, why we've got you the headphones. Are you all right? And it's, you can start to go. 
Just, uh, just breathe for me now. Okay, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. <laughs> You hear him just chatting to his mate, going, hmm, don't like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you saying? What are you saying in there? <laughs> Sorry, Andy, mate, just breathe for me. I can hear you talking. What, what, am, I doing something, am I doing something wrong? I mean, I felt pretty good out here. Uh, I mean, how's, how's it? It's, you're doing fine, mate. <laughs> I enjoyed the, uh, the pre-flight questionnaire. Oh. About all the things that, you know, I couldn't have in and around my person yep. before I got in it and the nurse said any piercings Ooh. <laughs> so I had to remove those but um, yeah but that but, took a while it did it did it's like the Jim Rowe circus underneath here <laughs> shocking <laughs> don't, don't think about it too much no I'm really trying not to <laughs> uh, the other thing that I noticed was that the uh, the reception area of the, uh, the hospital they'd obviously uh, the NHS obviously being run on uh quite limited budget they'd kind of put a load of those foil things you put in the windscreens of cars up against the side of reception presumably it's a sort of homemade <laughs> protection from all the radiation well so what for when it's snowy yeah yeah the, or when it's too hot oh, oh those like, fo- like yeah, the fold out things yeah, yeah, with mickey yeah. mouse on yeah mickey mouse on one side and a load of tin foil on the other <laughs> which made me just slightly just to baffle out the uh, yeah, yeah all the the, radi- the gamma rays yeah jeremy hunt just a bit that's a bit like um when let's call him Lance Bieber and Lance Bieber and Stephen James did their flat out all in tin foil (laughs) so the man could stop reading their brainwaves yes couldn't get in because they were plotting I don't know what some kind of I'm pleased you brought that up because that's something I thought I've only ever imagined no it definitely happened once and Lance and Steve, Steve, yeah, Steve had yeah. Uh, wrapped all of the kitchen units in tin foil to, uh, yeah, to stop people getting. Because the government were definitely going to be reading their brainwaves. They wanted to know what cereal they had in their cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> then they were going to control them via that. I think. Via the cereal. Via the cereal. Yeah, through What's, the spoon. What cereal do you think, Lance Bieber and uh, Stephen James? <laughs> Stephen James. I uh, think enjoyed. they would have gone for some kind of... What's the, it'd be quite a sexy cereal. I, I think, think they'd have been going for some kind of American yeah. imported... Yeah, it would have cost them a bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, like Cookie Crunch. What, well, yeah, what, yeah, what would they have had in Swingers? Cap'n Crisp. What is it? That's exactly <laughs> whatever, what they'd have had in Swingers. Whatever, whatever that Vince Vaughan... Lucky Charms. In, in one shot in Swingers, <laughs> Vince Vaughan probably pours himself a bowl of Lucky Charms. <laughs> And Lance and Stephen would have taken note of that yeah. and popped their best bowling shirts on and then nip, nip down to... <laughs> and their spats. And their spats, dragging their keychains. Their keychains just getting caught in things. <laughs> keychains like a... Like a, <laughs> like a skipping rope. <laughs> keychains. If you're tying up a battleship. <laughs> yeah. You can hear them come in from miles away. <laughs> just dragging the chain. Oh, God, it's Marley and Marley. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did that, yeah. Yeah, they did that. Yeah, I would always uh, when uh, worry a bit when you could catch a glimpse of the uh, the machines in the in the MRI center or or any of the other bits as well. Yeah. And uh, you hear him going, 
just on the talk about I'm, I'm just gonna have to turn it off and turn it on again and then you you hear the the startup noise and you see you see the the blue screen that's clearly windows 95 <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> start me up it's, that's <laughs> obviously windows 95 <laughs> running this operating it's not even xp oh god yeah, oh. yeah i'm quite pleased i didn't see behind the uh, behind the glass no oh well you know if they can put a man on the moon with this stuff Exactly. So, yeah, three weeks' time, they tell me that I'm a bit deaf in one ear, which I already knew. So that'll be nice. No. Well, and uh, with that deaf ear, of course, Tim, yeah, that's I've, the... I've been treating that deaf ear. You quite, really have quite this Quite heavily week. this week. Because <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, I, uh, certainly for me... Hold on a second. I've written on a bit of paper here, listeners. Andrew, you are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just to spur me on. Yeah. You know, when, when if the energy levels start flagging here, you Andrew, like, you are so cool. Maybe I'm taking the mick, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a positive affirmation. I like yeah. it. It's good. I should, I should give it a go as well. Oh, no, I've got Tim's quite cool too. Oh. I haven't Warm, fuzzy that, feeling. Yeah. That might just be the flu. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. But, um, yeah, we, we've been uh, been out testing your, road testing your, your one ear this week. We have, we have, quite happily. Yeah. I can't remember, can't remember what week we, we started this particular section, but uh, I think we used to have a, a little character called the Gig Pig. We did. We did. I see, it, uh, I see if I can find... I think he's got his own little jingle. Can you coax him out? Oh, well, let's try and get him out, see if he, uh, see if he uh, wants to get his fill of some indie swill. Now, I uh, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking, Timps. Uh, you're thinking, Andrew, you are so cool. I was saving that. Yeah. For when you did do something cool, yeah. you keep it. <laughs> You've been keeping that in the back pocket for a long time. Yeah, you are, th- you are thinking I'm so bleeding edge cool, the ragged edge of cool. That most of the music I like hasn't even been imagined yet. Yeah, that's generally how I tend to. Tend the music, to think of you. the music I'm into is probably played on instruments that you, you can't even see in three dimensions, like some sort of like gaseous gamelan yeah. or something. Exactly. Or something. A gaseous gamelan. And, you know, even some of the gaseous gamelan stuff, I'm a bit over it. Yeah? Yeah. Where are you going next? (sighs) Who knows? Or (laughs) dares to dream. But where I've been this week, I thought I'd uh, maybe try and try out some other forms of music. Okay. And, um, yeah, I've been been gig-pigging around, snuffling for for rock truffles. Um, And I think I've uh, definitely managed to find... A new movement. Okay. A musical movement. And I think we've, uh, we've been out exploring it this week. That's about time, isn't it, really? Yeah. Because uh... this week we've, uh, we've been to see, what, LCD Sound System. We've got Nick Cave. Yeah. We've got, uh, we went to see The National twice. <laughs> saw Ryan Adams. We saw uh, Dale Story's band Scow. Yes. Um, all right, we skipped out on Dale Story's band Scow. The only, the only, the only one that really needed our support, yeah. and we didn't go. Sorry, Dale. Yeah, 
well, it was a, had a clash with the uh, the band Iron Bastards from France, <laughs> who were playing in uh, in Leytonstone last night. And you know me, I can't can't turn down the Iron Bastards. No, you can't. They're very persuasive. Yeah, um, but the, yeah. This 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 movement, I'm calling it middle aged men with opinions on stuff. Middle aged men with opinions on stuff. Mamwoos. Mamwoos. Mamwoos is the news. Are you down with the Mamwoos sound? <laughs> yeah, I think I very much am. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, Mamwoo. Don't like to. Th- yeah, exactly. I mean, people could say. It's a bit Mamwoo y. Yeah, it's a bit Mamwoo y, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 30 something Radio 6 dads. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's Mamwoo music. <laughs> yeah. We've been, we've been out Mamwooing about. Yeah, we've. Uh, yeah. Definitely been very, very mamwoo heavy. It has been incredibly mamwoo heavy. <laughs> but uh, but we've had a we've had a reasonable time, I think. Have you had a good time at the shows, Tim? Okay, I'm trying to break it <laughs> That's down. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no, listeners. Well, big fans of all of the acts that I've seen. The LCD sound system, they were good, right? They were they? they were fantastic. They were fantastic. That was great. Yeah. There's a I sense a butt coming. I'm not. I'm, I. I I think I was a bit mean about the millennials the other week, so I'm not going to like try and be too disparaging about... You do that most weeks, in fairness. Do I? Yeah. That's really bad, isn't it? That's what the Mamwoos do. Do they? They oh, do. So, well, Mamwoo. Uh, no, the Mamwoos do. The band were great. Suddenly <laughs> touched by their own mortality. <laughs> yeah. Fearing the kids coming up behind them. Oh, not dear. quite understanding why they don't believe in anything. <laughs> or see yeah. permanence in anything. Oh dear, I am one, aren't I? Um, Mamwoo. The band were great. They're absolutely brilliant. Uh, back <laughs> better than ever. Yeah. Heavier, heavier than heavier than before. My absolutely f- immaculate. First time I've I've, uh, I've witnessed them really live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, quite, better than ever before. Quite a thing. Um, yeah, fantastic. Really liked. Really liked it. Yes. The uh, the music. The music. Yeah. Everything apart from. <laughs> I'm just going to be really positive about yeah? things okay. that I've enjoyed. In, and I'm not going to be. And you invite you you like meeting all the other thousands of people there. Didn't really talk to many of them. No, no. You overheard a lot of the things they were saying though, as you queued up for hours for stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 You was, liked uh, all of that as well. Yeah, it was a bit like creature comforts, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what animal I would have doing there, doing you know using their voice to animate too i don't know it was nothing like creature comforts it was more like <laughs> lad bible it was a little bit lad bible wasn't it <laughs> well you knew that <laughs> i mean I i've got nothing just... against feminism but oh dear a lot of that about you shouldn't have invited dapper laughs to come with us no it was good i thought they were great and we went to see the national didn't we we went to we see, did. Yeah, we went to see the them national. a couple of times that was great as well that was really great was it? It was raining. Enjoy that? I did enjoy that. I, yeah. I enjoyed it more when we weren't sat down. Did you enjoy it? I think uh, the thing you enjoyed most, <laughs> you gave me the most emo look in the entire world as you slept over from the MRI machine in the <laughs> bogging down rain to see me sat outside a pub on one cheek of a bench <laughs> as the awning overhead spilled water onto a oh, bowl yeah. of cold chips. <laughs> and you went, you all right? <laughs> looking forward to the show <laughs> and i said no i came yesterday <laughs> i've already seen it once how was it it's all right yeah, a little, little bit mamwoo it was really mamwoo that was the most mamwoo the it? most mamwoo audience yeah, i've yeah, ever yeah. seen super mamwoo um, people managing to tut at you for uh 
and <laughs> so you definitely couldn't get past them and there's no way forward even though there's nobody standing at the front because everybody's standing at the back going I can't believe I can't get through this just, mm. <laughs> just mass mm. indignation mass, indi- <laughs> mass entitlement and yeah. indignation <laughs> yeah. and just not much, not much not much dancing it's weird no no I uh, yeah I think we were sat down for the first half of the show yep that that seemed to go well. We timed the run perfectly. Oh, yeah. We weren't annoying we in we're any doing. way to anybody. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we were. I think there was some, some. We had a little bit of a chat through some of the songs, but nothing. I'd, we nothing had a chat could, in between the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing that could really, I'd say. Be nothing that caused the girl who was sat next to me to swap places with her boyfriend. Who looked like Alan Shearer. Who oh, sat there like Alan? He didn't. He was bald, big ginger beard, yeah. but grey Alan Sli- Shearer slacks, was, legs splayed about three miles. Yeah, I, yeah, that was. They weren't talking anyway. No, I don't, no. Know, having a terrible don't know why time. they moved. Uh, and uh, of course, it's interesting to see behind the magic though from up there. Yeah, yeah. You mean I, I, that kind of ruined it for me a little bit because obviously they are a band of a certain standing now, aren't yes. they? Despite the fact that they are kind of a bit ragged aren't they he's he's a he's a little ragged which is endearing i like that yeah but they've got like lackeys scurrying on to do things he's always got two people running around (laughs) after him to pick up yeah yeah, pick up the mess and that's because the first night i saw them full energy and he seemed to be drinking pint after pint of gin and tonic as it went on so there was a real ragged energy to it next night no ragged energy he had a massive hangover (laughs) he just looked awful a dicky tum tum yeah so uh, all the rocking ones that they do he would uh, really put on a show of looking like he was trying to rock out (laughs) but of course all all his uh, it just wasn't there was it there was nothing there at all he sort of got and then he'd deliberately drop the microphone and run into the <laughs> run into the crowd so it looks as though he's really having a life a wild man rock instant in fact he's just standing there take, getting his breath back yeah I think when he went into the crowd he just kind of sort of like just collapsed onto the floor just in having a bit of a lie down yeah. <laughs> ask for an emodium <laughs> <laughs> then he'd get back up and you could oh the sound man must have been absolutely screaming at him they're doing a a run uh, a week's run there they've got this massive stadiumy sound these days crystal clear amazing backdrops yep. and your man has clearly got his his, his vocal tone his, so he's down doing that and it, terrible spiders. it completely fills the room when he's doing down there and the terrible spiders <laughs> And then as soon as he starts huffing about the place Trying to look like he's into it He starts going <laughs> He sounds like the guy out of Kiss <laughs> people Which is his natural setting There's a people And they're going oh god no Oh no Somebody donk him with something, something. Oh. He's donked himself And then he's back Yeah <laughs> It's um yeah, it was interest- interesting as well mm-hmm. how it veered a little close to U2 on a couple of occasions. Yes. With the big show and all that. <laughs> yeah. And yet people were still looking and trying to look as though this was the most intimate thing that meant so much mm. to them and them alone. Yeah. Not at all. There was about three times that it veered past U2. <laughs> it, it sounded like Bon Jovi, Keep the Faith, performed by the Tinder Sticks. <laughs> is what that sounded like. I think like. you whispered, as, I think I was quite enjoying one of them, and then you whispered something along those lines to me. Keith, 
you probably whispered it to the girl you were sat next to first <laughs> probably why she moved and, and, and in an instant heartbeat in less than a heartbeat my enjoyment I can never listen the to them I can never <laughs> listen to them ever again that's why she moved right because yeah. I was it was so like, powerful it wasn't like we were chatting through it <laughs> gig pigged yeah. yeah absolutely gig pigged So yeah, I wonder if that will happen this evening. Yeah, that's uh, that's right, listeners. We are yes. off to see uh, Nick in a real dramatic gear change <laughs> for, for, for the Manwoo music fan. Off to see Nick Cave this evening, aren't we? Yep. Going on a boat. Yes. Going on a boat to see him. Very excited. Uh, I might try and uh, get some extra content Yes. for the podcast fans with a little bit of, river, of a riverboat rave <laughs> recording later on this afternoon, see if we can uh, get something sorted out there. We did have a couple of uh, gigs that we, the gig pig didn't even manage to go to last week. That big clash, of course. Uh, we had the uh, art rock Fugazi stage banter rock opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bridge too far. Yeah. I sold those tickets twice. Did you? Yeah. Oh, there were three of us going the first time. <laughs> Everybody pulled out. I resold them all again, notionally, to uh, two other people. They all pulled out. That's incredible. That's yeah. incredible salesmanship on your behalf. I was so exhausted by the end of it. Okay. I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, of course, uh, Gavin... Gavin from Bush, yeah. uh, old friend of the podcast, of course, sent you those tickets yes. uh, through for his show round the corner on the same night. Yep, the Hungry Flies tour. The Hungry Gre- Flies greedy tour. Greedy Flies, sorry. Greedy Flies. Bit of a clash. Didn't go. No. It's going to be awkward next time you bump into him in the... Uh, That's the thing. It's awkward already, isn't it? In the, in the, the Notting Hill Delicatessen. It's always same. great when he comes over. It's uh, wonderful to see him. Uh, love the guy. Really supportive, trying to be really supportive of his act, but it's just so awkward since the breakup, isn't it? I mean, yeah, very, very, very awkward. I mean, I consider myself Gwen's friend first, mm. and so you're always very close. Yeah, so when he's coming over and he's always, you know, do you know what she's been up to? You've seen her recently, and you have to pretend yeah. like you don't know what she's been up to. Yeah, it's just, just so awkward. It's tough. Anyway, didn't go. I'm daft, not stupid. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
Just hands, just hands roll. Seem to have found this lost uh, this lost LCD sound system track seems to have emerged from somewhere oh yeah where did you find that i, I don't know but it doesn't seem to have the right singer on it i, I like, know i think i like your version do you yeah okay i mean that guy sounds like a like a feathery bear <laughs> not a feathery bear a whiskery bear like a whiskery bear <laughs> he sounds like kermit that's the guy there he is that's amazing like, i can't do it like a whiskery bear oh <laughs> God, you're making the rainbow connection. To uh, <laughs> Might be what it's called. That's your new band. Rainbow Connection. Yeah. Yeah, probably is. Rainbow Collection. Oh, I've busted your surname again. You have. You can beep that out. Sorry. Timsey. Like a whiskery bear. Woke up too early from hibernation. <laughs> that, that's awful. That's not good. It's your Ian Mackay voice as well. Yeah. No, no, Ian Mackay's slightly different, isn't it? Yeah. I can't, still can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> sir. 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 Are you ice cream eating motherfucker? <laughs> That's what they'd have been saying yeah. in that thing that we didn't go to. Yeah, that would have been the biggest laugh of the night. Hey, listeners. Mm. How are you? Very well, I hope. It's mm. <laughs> polite, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and weird. Yeah. Hello, listeners. How are you? Excellently well, I hope. Me too. I am so cool. <laughs> it's like I've sent you a postcard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Your mum's made you write a thank you letter. <laughs> Dear da 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 da, thank you very much for my da 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 da. I will enjoy spending it because it's probably a W.H. Smith token. Yeah. yeah. What would you spend it on? Uh, Airfix kits. Oh. A tank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and other warmongering toys. <laughs> yeah. It's no yeah. wonder you've turned out the bruiser you have. It is, isn't it? Hey, listeners. Hey, listeners. It's five past the hour. <laughs> Here at Hospital Radio. Like, this whole thing is one giant open audition for Hospital Radio, isn't it? <laughs> Robot Wars. Robot Wars. Rated R. Yeah, see, they come together. They actually... Uh, oh. <laughs> 
be very afraid, listeners. <laughs> Those miners we, were, we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I would start digging them out of the room, um, send them send them down in their little their little mine shaft. Yeah, it's the. <laughs> It's already filthy. Yeah, that's the name of my forthcoming autobiography. Send them down in the little mine shaft. No, mine shaft. Mine shaft. Mine shaft. It's completely unacceptable on so many levels, that. Rated R, listeners. <laughs> Robot Wars. Rated R. That's what we're going to talk about now. I'm going to try and read this. Let's see what happens. Okay. I'm going to back off the mic. I've been working on an invisibility shield, he said, waving a page of crumpled computer paper at me, one of the big sheets with the holes down the side and the green stripes on the back. Some of the numbers don't quite add up, he said, so you can still see most of the photocopier. That's a shame, I said. Uh, Back to the drawing board? No, he said, pulling a pen from his top pocket and pinging it off the window. Weirdly, it seems to work as a force field. It was 1999 and we had a new IT guy. The thing these other Robot Wars teams don't understand, he said, is the art of the possible. I'm not quite sure how I got corralled into that Robot Wars team. That's not true, actually. I'd suggested that the Toninator would probably be a great name for a battle bot built ostensibly from a Xerox 22304 machine. And that seemed to seal the deal. Oh... That's all I wrote. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, that seems to be all I wrote. This being 1999, of course. Um, I, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the Toninator, the battle bot, never really saw the light of day. No. Because the, I think because our man, the IT guy, had to spend uh, a lot of his time scavenging for, uh, scavenging for parts for it and a lot of it preparing for the Millennium Bug. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which must have taken up a lot of his uh, a lot of his time um i do recall uh, <laughs> one of my uh yeah but we did see we, you know we did see uh, quite a lot of each other as a team uh <laughs> one day he was he was scavenging in the basement for uh uh for uh, bits uh, to to go on the battle bot and uh, uh he, he climbed on top of a uh, a big shelf to get some stuff from the back health and safety well quite Really, that's why you were there. To well, no, I wasn't there at this stage. Okay. Uh, I was soon called upon, though, after he fell off backwards, oh landing on a trolley uh, that uh, moves around loads of heavy boxes. Should have a little rubber handle on the end of it, but didn't. Had an exposed metal circle to the end of the handle, Ooh. which he which he landed on. Um, an inch to the left, he'd have broken his coccyx. An inch to the right, we could have wheeled him to the hospital. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, uh, we heard a scream. I got a, I got a phone call in my uh, role as the health and safety officer. So you popped your high visibility tabard on. I popped on. my tabard on. You plucked up your uh, clipboard. Yep. You printed out your form. <laughs> I did. My accident. You. <laughs> accident report. Changed team. your glasses. You put your, uh, your forensic overshoes on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you popped on my little, uh, <laughs> What are those things called? <laughs> what are those things that you wheel round on? <laughs> a Segway. A Segway, yeah. Hopped onto your Hopped Segway. Hopped onto my Segway. Sounded the health and safety klaxon. Yep. Marshaled everybody out in front of the building. 
Yeah. Popped out. Delivered a stern ticking off and then went to find the man who was bleeding to death in the yeah. basement. Out of his bum. Oh. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, I called, uh, called, called the ambulance. Uh, who. Uh, Good. Yeah, which seemed to be the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they turned up and. Uh, there's two ambulance women, and uh, they assessed the scene. They said, "We're just going to give you a bit, of, a bit of oxygen, love." And uh, <laughs> and uh, and he said, uh, "There's uh, there's no need, no need for that." I said, uh, "Well, I think we'll be we'll be the judge of that. We're going <laughs> to give us some some oxygen." And he said, uh, "No, it's uh, I'm uh, I'm regulating my uh, breathing. I used to." Uh, be an athlete <laughs> <laughs> and I said I'm not so sure about that I think it's some oxygen that you need he went no 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 no, he was in shock no he was that an athlete one, one of that he could well have been in shock he wasn't out of the ordinary uh, for him when talking to women ah it, it seemed uh, thought that was unusual interesting considering these had a slightly embarrassing injury. Still trying to exactly. Still always, always working. Lesson well, to us all. There. Yeah, absolutely, always working. And um, we thought it was a little bit strange when uh, on his uh, boss's birthday, mm. um, a woman we should call Clara. <laughs> Don't work out. <laughs> You'll get that one. Um, uh, he presented her with. Uh, a wonderful birthday present, which was uh, some artwork that he'd done. Okay. Um, of a nude woman <laughs> uh, with lovely long brown hair. Much like her own <laughs> lovely long brown hair. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, did she see this as a fitting tribute? She's laughed, as we all did, just laughed it off. What a lovely gesture, yeah. you know, and he's really put some effort in on that. And it looked, you know, yeah, looked pretty, looked pretty good. I'm building a picture of, uh, yeah, of your former colleague. Yeah, he is a former colleague. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. What we didn't know uh, at the time uh, when we were uh, when we were helming the uh, the Robot Wars team, uh, well, what we didn't know was that Jeremy Clarkson wouldn't uh, wouldn't present the show forever. <laughs> Only season one. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, we got an email the other day, uh, Tim, uh, praising us uh, for being a bit like Top Gear with Jeremy Clarkson, but I quote, "Before they knew what they were doing." I think, at least, I think that was praise. It's hard to know how to take that. Oh no! If we were Top Gear, right? Yeah, yeah. Which 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 ones would we be? Uh, you would be Clarkson. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be Hammond. You would be Hammond. <laughs> you would be Hammond. Yeah, the worst one. The worst I, no, I'm not he sure. He is the worst one. Yeah, he is. I think we'd all like to be May. Who's really, the best of a bad bunch. <clears throat> Apolo- apologetically whispering for attention with those sort of quietly loud shirts. Yeah, sort of soft sort of long hair <laughs> too long for a man of his age um it, you know all the while just wanting to be noticed in the face of the old school bullingdon club <laughs> bully the old money total arsehole absolutely of 
the sort of bloke who made some money in the rock and roll business in the 70s, got loads of war stories with... Cl- You're obsessed with this as a type. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. It's because we've been to the cricket yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see them there. Hundreds made some money with Clapton and Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Really thinks that the game went to the dogs as soon as they started doing rap music and just sits there being bellicose in a big pink shirt <laughs> at the cricket, red trousers, somehow still thinking they're rock and roll. The worst type. Moved out of rock into property. Yeah, yeah. And just sits there now, trying to find <coughs> good restaurants and being mean about people's ugly daughters. And, and being really disappointed in their son's musical output. Absolutely. Rowing on the bloody lake. <laughs> Rowing on the bloody lake. I paid for that, <laughs> to be mastered at Abbey Road. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <coughs> He's also bullied, though, by the new boy. <laughs> by the, the youngster. The... Uh, Oh, the, oh, the the essentially hollow inside, the grabbingly ambitious Hammond, absolutely the worst one. So May just has to retreat to his easy nostalgia. <laughs> the last time that people cared about him and that he had people take notice when he was good at Meccano. <laughs> yeah. Toys are amazing. Action man. Oh, look at his eyes moving. Wasn't I happy then? Before I was a third rate citizen (laughs) in this horrific new world. We're all May. Uh, Yep. I'm a bit Clarkson. (laughs) Essentially, May. Uh, What we didn't know mm. back in 1999, even though the clues were there, was that the leader of our Robot Wars team was a surprisingly successful erotic fiction writer. Rated R. That is an interesting development. Yeah. It was an interesting development <coughs> when he told someone at work that he was a surprisingly successful erotic fiction writer <laughs> with the pen name Rope Dead. Rope Dead. Two. Rope Dead Two. Okay. Wasn't the first to have thought of it. <laughs> mm. Okay. And uh, he was proud of this fact. He was quite happy yeah. to kind of. Uh, it was reveal, a secret. Reveal his his true identity. It was a secret. Okay. But he told. Not for long. <laughs> no, I should imagine yeah. that news spread like wildfire throughout uh, the yeah. corporation. And I, it was <clears> one <throat> of those times when I first found that out that I just wished I had the the platform, I don't know, some kind of comedy podcast to, to be able to share the joy I felt inside <laughs> and learning that this man with his pens in his with his pencil pocket protector and shirt massive bit of metal shard sticking with out his, his ass. musical tie that that he'd wear at Christmas and a bit too long after Christmas the Christmas jumper that he would wear in the run-up to Christmas and sometimes a bit after Christmas. Did you feel as though he was infringing on your uh, your, your brand space within within the within What, the as work? the wacky guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not wacky at work. I know. Okay, just, no. uh, just here. No, that's just here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Deeply corporate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Suit and tie. Hi, Wolfman. Yeah, I'm like Alec Baldwin at work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Glen Gary Glen Ross when I get here. <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> Glen Gary, Glen Hoddle. It's not much like Glen Hoddle. It would be Glen, Glen Ponder. Glen Ponder. Yeah, he was. He was the guy who did the music on the Alan Partridge show. Was it? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glen right. Ponder and Mirage, <laughs> whatever right, his band yeah, would be. Yeah, yeah. It's like Glen. It's like Glen Gary, Glen Ponder. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I get to get to work, but yeah, and uh, yeah, so he uh, he was. Uh, an award-winning erotic uh, fiction writer. And did you... Uh, Print some uh, off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> at the time and today, or at the time instead of today? Either. They have the internet now, you see. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, there's muck all over the monitor. <laughs> this is awful, actually. Oh. Get in close. Come closer. Come closer, listeners. Too close. Hello. Um, okay, so let's be honest with the listeners here, Tim. I haven't actually printed anything off uh, for this section here. Uh, what I was going to do was I was going to go and read a bit of the one that I knew existed <laughs> and I was going to read it out to you until you were appalled and I'd beep it all out and it would be really funny. Okay. Um, it would be really... Do you want to know why it would be really funny? <laughs> it would be really funny because the story would be called Size Isn't Everything and it features the phrase Fleshy Spike. That's all you need Ah, fleshy spike There was pages and pages and pages Of interminable (laughs) Boring IT based office admin And then Some romping And the phrase fleshy spike (laughs) But In looking up online Some of his work There appear to be more than just the one story. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, you seem to have accessed a list. Is there some titles that you'd like to read to us? I'm not sure. Which one do you want to... The first one, maybe. Why not start at the beginning? Well, this is... Um, yeah. The, the, the good thing we've got here, we've got the stories. It's got the title on the left. Then it's got a description of what you're going to get. Okay. And then the bits about it that are hot... <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, and this started out as a funny thing. <laughs> now it's just not dist- fun. Now it's really bad. <laughs> now it's just distressing. Yeah. Um, which of these would you like to hear a bit from? The fifth ha- one down. The fourth one down. A grinding bump. A grinding bump. A grinding bump. The, what the- do you think the? Uh, <laughs> how does that turn into an ex ex sexy an ex sexy sighting time? Uh, t- grinding bump. Well, it sounds quite like an exciting, sexy time already. A car accident oh, leads to sex. I guess. Right, if that, well, did it say when this was written? Probably during office hours. <laughs> In the late nineties, around the time. Has an approval rating of four point four seven stars. Out of what? Ten. Not very good, is it? Sixty-nine. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, okay, what, let's have another one. That, a wooden that? heart. A wooden heart. Yeah, it's a reworking of a fairy tale. An erotic reworking of a fairy tale. 
Oh dear, Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine what the twist is in the erotic reworking of Pinocchio? That he is a real boy. Every time he tells a lie. (laughs) Oh dear. How about the five-part series, Age... Oh God, no. Age is not a barrier. Oh no. What? Okay, I I thought it was very, very bad, but... It's now illegal. Cut. No, not that. Uh, it's about a group of 50-year-olds getting together. Okay. He's about 50. Okay. Mm. It's not what we were fearing, <laughs> which is better news, because otherwise appro- I'd, I'd just be reporting this rather yeah, than... Yeah. What's the approval rating on this? 4.4. Oh, it's dropped off a bit. Yeah. People aren't so into that. Um, <laughs> an island alone. Yeah, a mature woman discovers herself after a shipwreck. Uh, How about Brenda's Discovery series? <laughs> appears to be several parts to that. Yep. He followed that up with the uh, heartwarming tale Clippy. <laughs> Is that so Clippy? See, that's very interesting because <laughs> that is the life and love of a wartime bus conductor. Clippy. She, she was a clippy on the buses and she got into all sorts of sexy scrapes <laughs> on the fleshy spike. <laughs> but it's interesting that you mention clippy because I think certainly for our generation, clippy can mean only one thing. The Microsoft Office paperclip helper that would, uh, that would uh, answer your yes, questions on yes. how to open Microsoft Excel. <laughs> was he called clippy? He was called clippy, yeah. Clippy. Did he get into any erotic scrapes? No, it's, it's really, really interesting you should say that, Tim. Because, yes, he did. <laughs> just going to, uh, uh, if you'll uh, talk talk them through, I'm just going to give it the full uh, Berners-Lee as I go on uh, go okay. online here. It's a little bit like Minority Report. He's kind of waving his hands around in front of some huge screens. He's trying to find the exact piece of information. He's discarding some. It's... Uh, yeah, it's quite a, quite a, quite a sight here in the Internet Space Station. He's typing Clippy very slowly into a <laughs> into a box. Oh, and he has found Amazon.co.uk. I found the book Conquered by Clippy, an erotic short story from the Digital Desires book series by uh, Leonard Delaney. It is an erotic short story with the lead character Clippy, the Microsoft clip art paperclip. <laughs> oh. Um, those and eyebrows. We, we we should have always known. And a sexy lady. And a sexy lady. Yeah. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and uh, can, did you get a sample? Sort of I don't know. God, Leonard Delaney seems to have yeah. cornered the market of combining uh, digital characters in sexy situations with his book Battered by the Blocks or something, which is... Uh, That's, uh, taken by the taken, Tetris Blocks. Taken by the Tetris uh, Blocks. An erotic short story. Um, my racist... My racist <laughs> robot lover. Uh, invaded by the iWatch. Oh, dear. Mm. Uh, and the Digital Desires uh, inbox, which uh, features all of them for £3.4p. Uh, Kindle yeah. buys. Very much Kindle buys these. You wouldn't want to have them on your shelf. I don't think they've been made physical, have they? I don't think they've been made physical. But now that you're aware of them, presumably your employers are putting together a <laughs> a leather-bound box set. Yeah. 
Good reviews? Uh, one star. Don't ask how I managed to stumble across this. What I suppose is considered erotic fiction. I was actually looking for Titanic books at the time and was coming across a lot of Kindle editions and then there was this. <laughs> You're right. And then you bought it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you read it. You all read of it. it. I have to say my curiosity got the better of me. Conquered by Clippy, that annoying little character who would quite quickly get closed down whenever he actually popped up, unless you actually needed help, which was far and few between. The whole story is one big embarrassment from one beginning. The author, I use the term lightly, has come up with the most ridiculous idea possible, thrown in a highly unlikely sex symbol in the form of an oversized paperclip and a sexy woman. What else is there to say? The language is unbelievable. It's amateurage and very cringe-inducing. For example, why describe a woman, and a woman as having human body parts and then afterwards put in brackets, vagina? I kid you not, this is actually reading down, written down. Some other phrases include... Lady socket, butt stuff, lady butter, love port. There are probably more than what I've listed. If anyone uses these phrases while I'm around them or worse, naked in the same country as them, I'd probably be arrested for what I would do. I think you may be arrested anyway. A. Wolfman, March 21st, 2015. Five stars. Yeah. Oh... Five stars. Just buy it, you goof. I feel like this is probably written by a legitimate author who was frustrated with what sells and said, I could write some clippy erotica and I bet people would eat that shit. <laughs> it's very funny and very erotic, obviously. I laughed out loud many times. Don't be a tightwad. Buy it and satisfy yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, T. Arnold writes... Uh, with a title like this, I had to own it. Please, oh please, oh please, consider doing something with Microsoft Bob. Poor, lost, abandoned Microsoft Bob. Bob. This is the most exciting paperclip erotica I've ever read. Rated R, listeners. Rated, Rated R. R. So, uh, did you ever discuss uh, your IT guys? literary talents with him i thought i would wait until a week after he retired and i'd do a podcast about it <laughs> the only mature way of responding i think to, to that and uh, that's what we're doing now but really i think the ultimate tribute that we could pay yes to the uh, uh erratic erotic it guy would be to have our own robot wars our robot wars team never managed to get it sir never managed to get its robot out there the toninator never saw the light of day Tony, Tony, Tony. Never got to battle Sergeant Bash. Which would be an excellent name for an erotic IT guy story, <laughs> I think. <laughs> ah, I've been expecting you. Sergeant Bash! Side Sergeant Bash. <laughs> Come in. Close the door behind you. Standing to attention, I see already, boy. Anyway. <laughs> weird. I know, it's weird. <laughs> Stuff writes itself. Yep. I thought we'd have our own little robot war, Tim, this week. Getting back to Wolfmania's core values. Yes. Which is to chat about stuff for hours <laughs> and then do some stuff. Talky bit, talky bit, doing bit. Old uh, little bit off of YouTube before that starts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, why break the habit of a lifetime? Why indeed? We're going to have a robot war here, listeners. Because uh, some of you listened back to our P episode a couple of weeks ago. Yes the party episode, may have noticed that um, Tim 
promoted himself to the co-host position here at Wolfmania. I've got no problem with that. <laughs> but I can tell that he's looking out for the big chair. So this week I thought I'd set him a challenge. If he, de- if he can defeat me in a robot war, then he can take, for one week only, the big seat. He gets the deep microphone. It's Tim Mania featuring Andrew. High stakes. If he loses... <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. <laughs> yeah, well. So I've got a... a uh, I thought the best way to sort this out Robot battle You see what I've got under here Tim uh, Mr Wolfman sir Is unveiling from beneath A towel A Fully kitted out Robot boxing ring Incredible Rock'em sock'em robots Wolfmania branded Yep you've sticked it up It's a yellow boxing ring Featuring two Plastic robots. I can see the blue bomber, uh, resplendent in blue, and then the red guy, the red rocker, the red rocker, and then to the left and right of the ring, there are uh, some controls, which presumably are the, uh, the for bo- the for the the boxers managers. Yes, the boxers managers to uh, you know control <laughs> the to, to control the to control the uh, the, the robots. The robots. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. It's a, this is a set of. Uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, I think, originally from 1964 by really? the Marx Corporation. Okay. This is a more recent one, yes. branded with a Wolfmania yes, logo. Yes, the Wolfmania edition. Um, let me tell people a bit more about it. You're slugging it out in the middle of the ring! And you have a hard drive to the top! And Blue Bomber's block is knocked off! His block is knocked off? Sure, but you can press it right back on again. It's just part of the action with the world's only boxing robots, the Rock'em Sock'em Robots by Marks. Takes two managers to handle the fighters and lots of skill to win. With these control levers, you can keep your fighters in motion to duck punches. When you press this plunger, he throws a right uppercut. Press the other plunger and there's a left jab. Lots of exciting action and fun for everyone when the world's only boxing robots battle it out. The blue bomber's looking for an opening, and that one is. That's the end of round two. Just push the flying head back, and you're ready for round three. Boy, this is the greatest. You bet. The world's only boxing robots. Get the Rock'em Sock'em Robots by Mark. Tell you, we could learn a thing or two about presenting from that guy there. Yeah. The Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> Robots. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. quite the sell. It's uh. It's quite exciting looking. This the ring is uh, set up. Got our, we've got our guys here. Um, uh, which uh, you're going to be the red rocker, Tim? Uh, I think so. That's the one facing That's me. The one facing. I've got the blue bomber here. I thought maybe um, the names are a little bit outdated. Uh, so I was trying to think of some other great battling robot names. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to call. Them. I thought maybe we could have uh, Mohammed Dalek. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Marvelous Marvin the Paranoid Android. Uh, yep. BB Hate. Oh, I like that one. Rocky the Robot. Um, yeah. Commodore McGregor. <laughs> Mike, Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Dyson. Mike Dyson. Mike. Di- <laughs> Dyson Fury. Dyson Fury. Cylon Pylon. Cylon Pylon. Slamstrad. Yeah, yeah. BBC Micro Bastard. That doesn't work. <laughs> and my favourite, yeah. 
Linux Lewis. Oh, well, I haven't. You haven't prepared, Eddie? No. All right, you can be the red rocker. Okay. All right, well, here's our guys. Uh, I think it's uh, 15 rounds. 15 rounds. 15 rounds for the big seat, Tim. Okay. 15 rounds. Okay. This is going to be great radio, listeners. Uh, Stick with us. Imagine two uh, robots. uh, What does your robot come into? What music do you come into the ring to? Uh, uh, I'm blue, la-da-dee, la-da-da. And I'm blue, what are they called? Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> them. <laughs> and I come into... Uh... Red Rocker, of course, was the nickname of Sammy Hagar, the uh, Van Halen frontman. So you could uh, come into I Can't Drive 55. <laughs> by Sammy Hagar. Or you could come into Simply Red. Yeah, I come into uh, Stars. Stars by Simply Red. Simply red. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blue, la-da-dee, la-da-da. da I want to fall from the oh, It might be Fairground. <laughs> oh, I love Fairground. It's good. <laughs> yeah. good. Did you see him the other day on Match of the Day standing next to Alex Ferguson? Uh, what? Simply uh, Red. Huckers? Yeah. Yeah, just hanging out. He looked like a Ribena berry <laughs> with, like, some orange wool <laughs> draped over his head. With an emerald in his teeth or something. Yeah, I would... Thing. Right. Okay. Right. So. Okay. Fifteen rounds of robot punching action for the big seat. And I've got to try and knock your block off, have I? Yeah. It's okay. the only way to, or a knockout or a block knockoff. Okay. You are not. My block is knocked <laughs> off, <laughs> Mister. Right. Okay. Right. Here we go. Ding ding. Yes! Oh, my block is knocked off! <laughs> oh, my feet have come undone as well. Oh, right. dear. Right, okay. one nil. One First nil. round to Tim. He's looking for the open... Oh, <laughs> no, two nil. You've got a glass jaw. <laughs> All right. Looking for the opening. I've got nothing. Oh, it's holding. Oh! <laughs> oh. oh. KO. Blue Bomber's been... Toppled over, is out of the ring. Do I? I've, I've got to start thinking to myself: Do I want the big seat? This is <laughs> be very much uh, like the time when uh, I was playing uh, pinball uh, in the Exeter. Oh, let's call it the Coven Club in Exeter. Yeah. With our great friend and owner, let's call him Dan Goodbody. And I was getting a really high score, and I started getting cocky and said. Oh, your block is knocked off. Knock my block off. 3-1. Said to him, uh, tell you what, Dan, if I can beat you on this, how about you let me own the club? And the look on his face that seemed to suggest that would be the greatest thing that had ever happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> we saw a future free from tax obligations. <laughs> I think mine's... What's happened to your guy? <laughs> oh, he's over. <laughs> this is... Odd. <laughs> this is a deep, mildly unsatisfying experience. <laughs> Get his little toes under, under, under the. Uh, oh right, under okay. The mat. Three Just toes here. Uh, okay. Get your block back on. Oh, my block's popped up. Right. <laughs> oh, it's three all. <laughs> oh, my block. Oh, it's over. Get your, get your little toes under. What's the score? Uh, that's 5-3. Oh, man. I'm in trouble. What's it best of? 12. I don't know. <laughs> Punches are raining down here, listeners. Robot arms. Oh! 
Oh my god! Oh, both over. They both fell on top of each other. Uh, they're lovers, not fighters. These two. I've I've worked something out that if you just hold the buttons down. They <laughs> do. <laughs> Okay, over you go. Oh dear. <laughs> 5-4. We need Steve Bunce. Where is Buncey? Where is Buncey? Make it best of seven. I can't even stand up. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. We've got to go and get a boat in a minute. Yeah. Got to do some uh, cycling first. Right, here yep. we go. Cave waits for no man. Sorry we're late, Nick. Can you hold the gig? We're playing, playing Robot Wars. Oh, oh he's out ball. again. Five all. All right. Come on, BB8. Get him in. Right, here we go. Oh, I'm taking you down with me. <laughs> Is that over? He's <laughs> 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 grabbed hold and oh, thrown him off the table. It's epic. The rumble in the. <laughs> oh, I've lost my robot. It's the rumble in the jumble sale. The rumble in the jumble. So this is the last fall, I think. Yeah, this, this is, is for it. <laughs> that okay. doesn't sound good. That <laughs> 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 no, no, really didn't. He's not, he's not in. He's not in. Oh, he's not in. <laughs> 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 He just, uh, well... The Red Rocker is down and uh, out. The Blue Bomber lives to fight another day. The big seat is mine. He's taking the applause of the crowd. He's gone over to see if he's all right. He's not all right. He's not all right. (laughs) A bit of him snapped off. (laughs) That did sound... The rumble in the jumble sale. (laughs) The Red red Rocker. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> if you got given that for Christmas, you'd be a very happy child. I think. You would, wouldn't you? Tell you you'd like that. Who's that? James May. James May <laughs> would love it. He uh, would absolutely love one of those. Yep. Right, Tim. I uh, sorry to have uh, smashed uh, smashed your new toys up. That's, uh, that's cool. um, and I'm sorry to say that next week will be another Wolf Mania, not as yet another Tim Mania. But I'm going to give you another chance next week. Oh, thank you, Mr. Wolfman. I promise not to let you down. <laughs> That's all right, little fella. Or I'll knock your block off. <laughs> we'll give you another chance to win the big seat uh, at the end of next week's episode. And indeed, at the end of every episode, until you actually have to do it. <laughs> oh, dear. Until dear. then, though, sweet friends, uh, we should depart because we've got a. a bike to catch to catch a boat to go and uh, rave uh, with Nick Cave yeah looking forward to it Timpsy out yep Wolfman see you later (laughs) is that what we say well thanks for listening Uh... bye (laughs) (laughs) go to the shop Um, we'll speak to you from the boat alright namaste namaste I can see any kid on a block oh yeah yeah they're slugging it out. A left to the jaw, and... Oh, my block is knocked off. But you can press it right back on. It's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. 
Press this lever. He throws a right. The other a left. Knock his block off. You're the winner. Well, next time.